Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 132 of Russell Life Radio. My name is Matt Sin, and I'm here with my little brother Micah. Say hi, Micah. I don't. Even, I don't even, Siri's not even ready. Hold on. Oh, let me get it. Hey Siri. Say hi, Micah. Hello. Okay, there you go. Siri did it for you. Wow, that was miserable. It wasn't well, even close. I mean, you know, take what you can get. Also, this is like the second episode with your new stick, and you forgot to do it. Well, this is not a regular episode. This episode has no AEW, therefore my <laughs> my interest level is just it's just if, if I'm being honest, incredibly low at all time low. Some might say. Um, uh, it's just you know I think it's the general consensus of the population in the WWE product. Uh, but I don't know if you heard the news. They're apparently about to get away from the Thunderdome. Going to start back on the road. Those are the yeah. rumors. So let's see how that goes. Well, Florida's opening up, like, immediately, I think. So I don't really know when and if that will change, and they're going to be allowed to do that kind of stuff. So we will see. Man, even if they open up an arena, it's not going to... I just don't see a bunch of people filling into an arena. I don't... No. But, I mean, you know, they could do it, like, 20% or something, like, like Daly's Place, and have it, you know separated like they do in the, oh, yeah. doing the football games yeah for sure i can see them doing like a, a reduced capacity but i'm not going elbow to elbow with people i know that much yes agreed <laughs> and i don't think that uh i don't know man i can see vincent man trying it he's oh, a yeah. whack job i mean i honestly like like i said before i could see him running a football arena at like 50 percent capacity even though it would be dumb and it would suck for everybody there i could see him trying it He's got to hmm. think of all those tickets he's missed out on. Got to get that money back. <laughs> he's making plenty of money. Yeah, they're more profitable <laughs> than ever. I know, it's crazy. Super I mean, weird. they're so profitable, they hired the guys that are destroying their business. So, <laughs> I mean, if you got that kind of money to throw around. Oh my god! Have gosh. you seen their Twitter? Their Twitter's actually pretty great. Dominic Dajakovic is amazing. So if only the Twitter would uh, bleed over into Raw, maybe it would actually be good. I feel like he's trying to like save his his Raw career with everything he can. Yeah. He's like, let's be really good on Twitter and maybe people will like me. I mean, yeah. it's kind of working. His Twitter game is really good. Shane Thorne, too. Yeah, very good. exactly. Hmm. Well, let's do a quick This Day in Wrestling History, and then I'm going to go. We're not going to do a full review, but there are a couple things on SmackDown that I want to talk to you about. I know you didn't watch it. Uh, I don't even think you know what happened, so we'll be able to get your actual reactions. I am completely fresh. I haven't even been on YouTube, haven't watched What Culture, nothing. So, okay. su- surprise me. All right. So, today is September 27th, 2020. And did you know that 27 years ago today, the WWE, WWF, announced that Shawn Michaels had been stripped of the WWF Intercontinental title? Uh, he felt a drug test, and Shawn was like, no, it was, it wasn't. It wasn't positive. It shouldn't have been positive. And they're like, yeah, it was. He's like, well, cool, I quit. And then he walked out. I did not know that. I know he got, didn't he get stripped that one time when he got beat up by those Marines? Uh, he, at some point, he gave up the WWF title. Yeah, that was when he got beat up by the Marines because he got yeah. injured. Because he thought he was a real fighter. Yeah. But they showed him. I tell you what, if you don't believe in Jesus, Shawn Michaels is living proof that he can change your life. Yeah, Because he was a terrible person. Who would have thought back in the day Marty Jannetty would go the way he did and Shawn Michaels went the way he did? Right. He's like a janitor at a church and Marty Jannetty is literally admitted to murder. Yeah. So, it's, 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 he's, 
Marty Jannetty is the Marty Jannetty of their tag team. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, well, let's, I'm gonna, we're going to go over just a couple things of SmackDown. This shouldn't take about five or six minutes. All right. But uh, I just, there's some things that we have to go over, and I have to pick on them a little bit. But the ending of the show was one of the best segments that I've seen in a long time, and that includes AEW. So I want to go over that with you because it was terrific. Okay. So AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Jeff Hardy, they're out there, and they're doing some stupid intercontinental title thing. I, don't, I do not care. Uh, in, in 48 hours though, we're getting these three in a ladder match and they're like, let's just wrestle now. So they did. Let me guess. It was either a DQ or a surprise roll up. Uh, no, Mm -hmm. uh, AJ Styles did, uh, he beat up Jeff Hardy somehow. I don't know how. And then Sami Zayn tossed AJ out of the ring and Sami pinned Jeff. So he has the intercontinental title now for sure? Like, no, it was a non-title match. When two-thirds of the match <laughs> have the title, why would you make it a non-title match? These the same three the guys. Match? They already have a match scheduled. What's the point? What's the benefit of this match? It's <laughs> gain was, nothing. I was watching ups and downs, and I'm like, did this really happen? So I actually, like, not to doubt Simon, but I went and checked it out. And I'm like, hmm, why are they doing this? Hmm. So, that yes. Makes sense. So Sami Zayn won a match that didn't matter. And now he's going to wrestle again in two days. He's going to lose that match because, I guess, 50-50 booking? I don't know. Yeah. Or 33-33-33. We're going to have three matches. Uh, so, The Miz right now is suing Otis, right? Because Otis attacked The Miz. Yeah, because that's how wrestling works. That's how wrestling works. And then Tucker reads the contract, and he's like, Hey, did you know John Morrison wasn't on this, wasn't on this lawsuit? So Otis beat up John Morrison. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like this, what? Okay, first of all, it's not how lawsuits work. But secondly, if you beat up one guy and he sued you, wouldn't you think if you beat up the second guy, he would also sue you? Yeah, you think that would just be another lawsuit, um, or not? Because wrestling doesn't work. I mean, think of Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. All the crap Stone Cold pulled on him. Yeah, I mean, he would be. It would be literally under the jail. I mean, he filled up his Corvette with concrete on video. Yeah. That didn't spark a lawsuit. Nope. I remember when Miss Elizabeth got kidnapped on WCW. Uh, Yeah, Kane and Lita. Yep. Uh, Uh, Gene Snitsky and Lita. (laughs) Poor Lita. Well. (laughs) Poor Lita. (laughs) Kind of. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura beat Grand Metalik after Cesaro beat Lince Dorado last week. And uh, these two losers have an opportunity to win the tag titles on Sunday. <laughs> I just don't get it. My head's hurting, like right there in the middle. Yeah. Um, so one of the one of the Lucha guys was posting pictures on his Instagram with like just his mask and he was saying like goodbye. So I don't know if like he's leaving WWE or he's leaving the mask or what. I don't know which one it is because they all wear a mask, and I don't know enough about them to know which one's which. Um, the, the rumor is that uh, the three of them are going to break up. So, is it? What's the the third one? What's the third one? Uh, Callisto. I think it's Callisto that was posting yeah. it. Yeah, he's I the think one he that got like super jacked here here recently. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm down. I'm down with that, man. Break them up. Let's have like seven. If we're going to have matches over and over and over and over. 
Let's have like seven triple threat matches with these guys, and they'll all be terrific. Yeah, and you won't yeah. be emotionally invested in any of them. <laughs> that is true. The WWE way. Um, so Matt Riddle's done. So I've heard. So I've yeah, heard. after his weird uh, Know Your Bro segment last week, he lost to Baron Corbin clean in the middle of the ring and then cut a promo about how much he sucks. Baron Corbin did or Matt Riddle did? Matt Riddle did. He's like, yeah, I know I've been losing a lot and I'm really disappointed. Losing sucks, man. And then he left. Wow. He, he said, I'm going to push myself and I'm going to continue to grind until SmackDown is the bro show. I mean, I've <laughs> never liked Matt Riddle, so I don't think we've lost a whole lot, to be honest with you. He's so but, good. He's so good in the ring. Like No matter what you think about his, his promo stuff, he really just, is good in the ring. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are good in the ring. That's doesn't mean he's a good wrestler, in my opinion. That's fair. You know, it's like, like Jack Evans and Angelico. They're great in the ring. Don't care for either one of them. Yeah. That's fair. I'd, I'd put him kind of... You know, Jack Evans, Matt Riddle, and Angelico would make a great tag team. Put them all together and uh, have them put on some really good matches and job to everybody. That'd be fine with me. Uh, Alexa Bliss is crazy now. I did see that, yeah. Her hair's yeah. a little little weird. Yeah, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but... Anything like looks- The Fiends anymore. It's kind of like a like an old Bratz doll or something that somebody like chewed the head on. Yeah, it was super strange. Uh, and finally, let's talk about the one good thing that came out of SmackDown. I assume it has uh, something to do with Roman Reigns. It sure does. Okay. So at the end of the show, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso are in the ring talking about their match on Sunday. And Roman Reigns tells Jey Uso that he is the person... No, 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 wait. Let me, let's go back. Jey Uso was telling Roman Reigns that maybe he should be the person that is the leader of the family... Maybe he should be the leader of the tribe. He wants to provide for his wife and for his kids. And he wants to be the person to represent the WWE and their family. And Roman Reigns, in true babyface form, and I know it sounds like I'm being I'm being sarcastic, but it was so good. He says, Jay, if I could give you this title, I would. But the reality is more than just your wife and kids, but our whole entire family depends on me leading this tribe. And he said, and and no disrespect to you, my brother, but you could never, ever do that. And then walks out. And as, as he's walking out, he says, so what if you're wrong? Jay said, so what if you're wrong? And then Roman stops for a second and then keeps walking to the backstage area. Jay Uso's music hits, and he starts heading backstage. He turns around to look at the crowd, even though there's no one in the crowd, but hey, you know, whatever. Uh, turns around and gets Superman punched right in the face. And then Roman Reigns grabs the back of his head and starts pointing and screaming in his face. Then Roman Reigns says that he will never give up this tribe. He'll never give up this family. He has to stay on top. He has to be the one that provides for everyone as SmackDown faded out. So SmackDown had a lot of random crap this week. And I know I, I didn't probably didn't do it justice, but that was stupendous. It was terrific. You know, it's a real shame that Clash of Champions isn't actually the Clash of Champions because I'll be honest with you, heel Roman Reigns versus face Drew McIntyre would be like the match of the decade. Oh, yeah. 
I, I honestly, I love Drew McIntyre's champ. He's he's great as a face. I'm loving Roman Reigns as champ as a heel. Yeah, but it's such a shame that everything else in the show is the way that it is, because the yeah. two top names and the two the the main event scene is very good. Yeah, it's the way the show is portrayed. It's all of the little stupid things. It's retribution. It's the camera cuts, the zoom ins. It's just yeah. it takes takes away so much. But the actual top guys you have are so talented. Like Roman Reigns, man, he's great. And the fact that they finally let him do something you want to do, he's been wanting to be a heel for forever. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm I'm it's a shame that you have to sift through so much other stuff to see greatness like this. Yeah. yeah. I'm all for Roman Reigns. He's doing fantastic. Yeah. I um I firmly believe that the WWE has the greatest roster in the entire world. If nothing but just due to the sheer size. Like if you take New Japan, you take AEW and Ring of Honor and you you stack them top to bottom, maybe the top guys in New Japan and the top guys in AEW are better than anything WWE has, but as a whole, yeah. The WWE has a roster better than anything else in the world. It's just that 70% of that roster, either we never get to see or they don't highlight them. Well, and you, you see that all these people complaining about, oh, AEW is just full of WWE guys because they're talking about FTR, the champs, Brody Lee. Brody Lee was a mid-card guy. Yeah. That is now a mid-card guy in AEW, yes. So he's still, it's not like he won the AEW championship, right? But look at how underutilized, look at how fantastic he is on BTE. How right. great his promo was this last week. And compare it to Luke Harper, who they tried to make have a Southern accent, even though the guy is from New York. Right. Look at FTR. They jobbed out to the freaking gun club or whatever they were called. What was it? Uh, New Age Outlaws. Yes. In WWE. And now they're in AEW and they're the top guys, as they've always said they are. And what you know it, it's like they're a completely different team. So when yeah. you look at the guys that were middling on WWE and how much talent they have when they're utilized correctly, I mean, for sure, I think they've got the best the best roster. I mean, if you have guys like Cesaro living up to their potential, oh my gosh. Yeah. Could you imagine? Ricochet. I mean, there's so many guys there that are fantastic wrestlers. They're just not utilized correctly. And their roster is about twice the size of AEW's. And New Japan probably has the most technically proficient of anywhere in the world, I would say, of rosters. But as far as superstars, WWE's loaded with them. Yeah, I'm close. So, um, let's get into the Clash of Champions predictions. Okay. Uh, which I think will be a little more difficult for us because we haven't watched every minute of Raw and SmackDown. Or like, any minutes, uh, for that matter. Yeah. Well, I have. and uh, But I haven't watched all. But this, this like, my gosh, this card, I just don't know. I don't know what to do with it. It's just the, a lot of the matches that, by the time we got here, they were just, the journey wasn't great. So let's hope the destination is. How about that? Is Baron Corbin wrestling? No. Okay, then it might be a good card. We'll see. <laughs> um. So the pre-show match has been announced as Asuka versus Zelina Vega. Selena Vega, who has one singles win under her belt that I have seen. Um, 
she constantly lost to Bianca Belair, what, two or three times in a row? Yeah. And she she is Bianca Belair's not even on TV. She was lifting weights or something on Raw, so Yep. Yeah. It's a shame when Asuka has to be on your pre show. I know. It's disappointing. Uh, but I'm gonna take Asuka, of course. Yeah, of course. And she's gonna retain. Yes. One hundred percent. What I think will be the se- I'm assuming you're agreeing. Yeah, Oscar, uh, of course. Yeah. What I'm assuming will be the second pre-show match will be Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura versus Lucha House Party. Uh, does Lucha House, House Party have any chance here at all? I don't think so. I don't either. Yeah. I think the reality is they're hinting a breakup like they have with like seven other teams in WWE. Uh, but Shinsaro, Cesaro and Shinsuke just won the belts. Just be the new day for him. Lucha House Party was nothing for years, uh, and even though as performers they're terrific on the WWE scale uh, on the card, they're not they're nothing. Yeah. So and they just lost two singles matches. So if they I win, why I, they're I, getting this match? Yeah. Well, they don't deserve it, but it's WWE, so they just throw stuff together. And I, I don't want them to win. Bluntly, I don't. Even though I love the guys, because it just doesn't make any sense. I agree. I'm also going with Cesaro and Shinsuke. If WWE had a ranking system like AEW did, Lucha House Party would be like in dead last in the tag team division. It'd be like the TH2. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. WWE. Very talented guys that just can't buy a win. That's let's exactly be fair, AEW's tag team division is kind of ignoring the rankings right now. So, Why? Because FTR is just picking their opponents. Yeah. <laughs> That was a little weird, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that on Tuesday. Um, yeah, so we both picked Cesaro and Shinsuke. Um, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. How many times are we going to see this match? I could not care less about this match. Yeah. Could and, not. And, which is disappointing because these are four incredibly talented individuals. I mean, the Street Profits have had the belts for forever. Mm-hmm. There's no way Angel Garza and Andrade win the tag belts, right? How, how many times have we seen this match? I mean, seriously. We've been seeing this match since the beginning of COVID. Yeah. I'm tired of it. So what, is, six months? Is this finally the time where Andrade and Angel Garza win it? No. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, really, I think this could They're go either way. They're not even friends. Are they, they not? Because they like each other now they've, the now they've got rid of Zelina Vega. Maybe now they can, uh, maybe now they can be on the same page. You got their pesky mother away from them. I feel like that's just going to cause them to, to break up <laughs> even more. I mean, she was the glue holding them together. Mm. I'm going to. Uh, I'm also going to pick the street profits here. Uh, Bobby We're have to make worked... some separate choices at some point. <laughs> I don't know if we are because this seems like a ridiculously predictable card. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz. For the U.S. Championship. Bobby Lashley is the champion. Uh, Cruz has only wrestled hurt business members since the middle of June, which I think is when he came back. Yeah, and he just lost the belt to Lashley. Yes. So, why? Why? <laughs> Bobby Lashley is your winner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Hmm. It's, I mean, Nikki Cross wasn't even on the show Friday. <laughs> she didn't even, she wasn't like even in the audience like Hikaru Shida sometimes is. She didn't have a package. 
She wasn't on commentary. She wasn't even on the show. Do you think if she's going to be your new women's champion, they would have not even had her on the show? I would think they would at least have her on the show, yes. Yeah. Bailey's going to retain. Tasha's going to take it off Bailey. That is correct. And I think that it's... Uh, I think uh, Alexa Bliss might have something to do with the Nikki, the Nikki's loss. I don't think she will, but I think it's possible. I also think that uh, at some, that that's the few they're going with Nikki and Alexa. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, they should just call the next pay per view the breakup and just have tag team partners wrestle each other. I mean, it'd probably be better than what we got. Here. Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss, Bailey versus Sasha Banks, Andrade versus Angel Garza, Seth Rollins versus his little former buddy Murphy, the Lucha House Party in a triple threat match, the uh, Peyton Royce versus Billy Kay. That would be very good. There's probably more that I've forgotten about. But oh, speaking we- of friends that don't like each other, Women's Tag Team Championship, Nia Jax and Santa Baszler versus the Riot Squad. You really could fill a whole card with friends that don't like each other. On All this right. next pay per view, you absolutely could. But I mean, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are friends again, so <laughs> that's true. I mean, this week, week might not. I mean, it's yeah. like the big show with face and heel turns. Mm. So I, I don't, man. At one point, like the Riot Squad should win, right? They should yeah. win. They're a tag team, and that could lead to a program between Shayna and Nia, which nobody wants, yeah. but it's a possibility. They're two women. So I guess that's how WWE <laughs> figures things. Um, but I mean, they're not going to, they're, they're not going to. Right. Scott should win, but they're not going to. Shania is going to retain. Agreed. Shania retains. Okay. I think we, we might actually disagree. I think this will be the only match that we disagree on. Okay. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn. This is the only one that's kind of difficult, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The main event is kind of difficult. Um, I mean, sh- uh, whatever. <laughs> Jeff Hardy just ate a pin. So yeah. my gut tells me Jeff Hardy's going to win. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that Jeff Hardy. A, that's a WWE way of doing things. <laughs> um, This one's hard. I, I don't think AJ Styles is going to win. Because I think that his time with the belt has gone. Jeff yeah. Hardy won it from him. Um, I think Sami Zayn wins this to continue the Jeff Hardy Sami Zayn feud and have a babyface versus a heel. Okay. Um, this is one, and you're you're right. The main event is a little more difficult. So this is one of two matches on the card that I'm not really confident about. I guess you could argue the Raw tag titles, but I'm pretty I mean, sure Jay Uso could upset Roman Reigns. Oh man, yeah. Um, speaking of that, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. I'm picking Roman Reigns. Yeah, we don't even have yeah. to discuss that. Yeah. No, mean, no. <laughs> if Jay but, Uso wins, I mean, the universe would implode, right? <laughs> Can we say though, Jay Uso is a very good worker. And personal life aside, personal life aside, he has worked his butt off for a long time in this company, and so it's nice to see him. You know, get a little bit of a mini push, even though he is going to get absolutely massacred. Absolutely massacred. Yep. We're almost about to get some heel heat. Mm-hmm. 100%. Is it a straight-up match, or is there some stipulation? or Just a regular match. Okay. I don't know if they're doing, like, a Samoan street fight or something. Yeah, no. It'll be a regular uh, match, and then he'll destroy him after the match. Yeah, absolutely going to kill him. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton in an ambulance match. 
Oh my god, I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was a regular match. <laughs> yep. I'm choosing the fiend. <laughs> that yeah, he apparently it does have something He's to do with. Got it. Got a thing with ambulances. Uh huh. I didn't even know what. How? What is an ambulance match? How does that even work? Is the loser the the one that gets thrown in the ambulance lose? You've never seen an ambulance match. Now that I can recall, you've seen a casket match, right? Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. You you throw them in an ambulance and close the door. That's so dumb. <laughs> I mean, a casket match is pretty dumb. If well, it's AEW, not The Undertaker, a casket match is dumb. AEW's having a dog collar match on Wednesday, so... Also dumb. <laughs> but, I don't know, they could make it good. We'll see. I don't know, I thought the strap match between Daniel Bryan and The Fiend would be dumb. It actually was a pretty good match. It was very good. But it wasn't on their <sighs> neck, it was on their arms, so... I don't... I don't know. Like, on one hand... If Drew wins, who does he face? Yeah. Who does he face? Keith Lee in a face versus face feud? I don't want Drew to lose to Randy Orton, but I'm afraid it might happen. Yeah. I think I'm going to choose Randy Orton. That is the correct answer, as Randy Orton will be coming home with that title, baby. He really should have just won it last time, but I guess they wanted to continue this feud because... It makes sense know. they would put it in an ambulance match. It's not a real loss. He just threw him in an ambulance and closed exactly. the doors. Exactly. Yeah, it's an excuse where Drew McIntyre will not be pinned. He's going to get RKO'd, uh, probably punted, I would guess. And then he'll get tossed in the ambulance. Um, maybe even, you know, still kind of... I mean, the way wrestling works, couldn't punches. he just Irish whip him into the ambulance and slam the door behind him? <laughs> I mean, physics and wrestling are very strange compared to real life. So Technically. Just get yeah. a strong Irish whip, the one where you hold the uh, circle button. Mm-hmm. And throw him right in that ambulance, shut the door behind you, slap it on the back. Becky Lynch will drive it off in the distance. <laughs> I would love a cameo from Becky Lynch driving the ambulance. That would be great. <laughs> While she's driving? Yeah. She's like, she can like, like whoever throws him in there can tap on the back. She can stick her head like, all right, y'all ready to go? Then I want her recording a cameo for someone. While she's giving a cameo in Class of Champions, that's right. Driving the ambulance, but she'd have to do it under like Rebecca Knox or something. Yeah, you know, can't, can't have be her, Becky Lynch. Can't have Becky Lynch on there. How dare you? By God, I mean that's just crossing the line. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, this has been a really short show, but I think the reality is we agree on pretty much everything, so there's not a whole lot to debate. Why don't, why don't we make one more prediction since we voted almost the same on everything? Okay. What do you think the letter grade for the show you're going to give it? What do you think it's going to be? Well, that's not fair, because I can just give whatever grade that I say. Okay, what grade of show do you think it will be? What grade of show do I think it'll be? B minus. Okay. I'm going to go with C plus. Okay. And uh, I guess we'll let uh, we'll let Kyle be the tiebreaker. Okay. If he, ever makes it, if he ever makes it back. He'll, he can choose who won. We'll let Kyle grade it, yeah. Uh, F minus, actually, because Kyle's not been in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna go C plus. I think it'll be a C plus show. Okay. Um, I think my enjoyment might be an F minus, but uh, in terms of their pay per views, I think it'll be all right. I, there's a couple matches that I actually am looking forward to. I think the triple threat will be really good. Yeah. Uh, I think Roman destroying Jey Uso will be pretty entertaining. Me too. And I think there'll be some decent matches, but I just not I'm not invested in the storylines at all. So that's the problem can, with having pay per views so much. Yeah, I can get behind. A match that's really good that doesn't have a great story, but it has to be really good. If it has a good story, I can get behind a mediocre match. 
So, uh, I, but not hardly any of these have good stories. I'm a story guy. I mean, a match can be fantastic, but it needs at least a little bit of story. Yeah, there are three matches on this card that have good stories. The two world title matches and the triple threat match. Also, it. it needs to be a match I haven't seen before. A thousand Not the times. same feud over, and I'm looking at you, Street Profits. Yeah. Not the same match we've seen before for me to care about it. I don't care about Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza because I've seen it like seven times. I think I cared like the first three times because I'm like, man, it's too, these too guys many. are really good. But it's just like, I don't know. Unless it's like Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles or Shawn Michaels versus Triple H. If it's, I don't even care if you say it's a it best three out of five, best two out of three, I'm fine with that. It's a tournament at that point. But if it's just matches you keep having, sometimes they're for the title, sometimes they're not. Most of them end in DQ. I don't care at that point. You know, if it were, yeah. who was it that had the long feud where it was like best five out of seven? Uh, Chris Benoit <sighs> versus Booker T had one back in WCW. That may have been what I'm thinking of. But uh, I remember somebody had that when I was younger, and that's cool. Totally fine with that. Don't like seeing the same match over and over again. I'm looking right. at Baron Corbin with every one of his feuds. Yeah. What's what's Otis going to do, man? What is going on with Otis? I'm so <laughs> dejected by WWE and their treatment of Otis. I, I don't know what's going to be happening with Otis, to be honest with you. I He's going to drop that money in the bank somehow, though. Or cashed in on a tag title. But can you imagine Roman Reigns destroying Jey Uso and then Otis coming out there shaking his big fat gut? And I'm not saying Otis is entertaining because, boy, he is. I love him. But, like, come on. Right now, Roman Reigns is a killer. What's Otis going to do? I mean, so if they want some heel heat on Roman, they should have him beat up Otis. They should have that feud. I mean, Otis is not a top main event guy. I agree with that. I love Otis. He's not a top guy. He's not carrying your brand, all right? But he's got the money in the bank. Roman Reigns is trying to get some heel heat. He's been a face for years. Have him beat up one of the most lovable guys in the roster. Yeah. It would be perfect, but instead they've got him getting sued by the Miz. (laughs) I don't even know. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 132 of Russell Life Radio. Thank you for hanging out with us. I know so many episodes. One. I'm telling you, man. We got, we're going to crack 500 soon. <laughs> That's a lot of wrestling. <laughs> It'll take some time. It'll take some time. Thanks again for hanging out with us. We appreciate all of you. You can follow us all on Russell Life Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Russell Life Pod on Twitter and follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Russell Life Matt. Uh, and I've made this joke a thousand times, but you can't follow Micah anywhere. Ha, 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 ha. That's right. You follow me into an ambulance and shut the door <laughs> and then you win. That's how it works. Uh, would you like to, you want to start a new, a new stick? Of what? Ambulances? No, I'm just saying uh, we're about to leave. So say bye, Micah. No. Not even a single time. No, not even going to do it. You all right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you and we hope you all have an Absolutely wonderful day. I run this family. <laughs>